police in the morning. It feeds on your fear. The year is 2003. Shank Industries, ruthless world leaders in future weapons technology, hires a new chief executive, Hayden Kale. Kale soon uncovers a secret and unethical weapons project the company is involved in, and her first order of business is to shut it down. Her troubles begin just as she also tries to fire the company's technological mastermind, Jack Dante, a childlike psychotic with a dark genius for exotic weapons design. Dante retaliates by unleashing into the corporate headquarters the Death Machine, the ultimate killing unit, a weapon that tracks its target by sensing fear and has the power to rip through walls with its hard steel strength and razor teeth. Joined by two unlikely allies, Kale must wage a desperate, bloody battle with the terrifying force that has no mercy, no pity, and no fear. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie Bros. We review B-Movie's best for ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. Here we are, back for Robot Month. We're taking a look at the 1994 film Death Machine. And just like Bat Dad, Death Machine knows no fear. Let's dive right into this shit with technical difficulties top and bottom three. Let's let's get the good out of the way. What was good here, Paul? Because I, I, I don't know. I'm sure there was something good about this movie. You want to start this one? Sure. For me, number three. The movie does have a few good explosions, albeit towards the end of the film, and, you know, sometimes just when the robot is crashing through walls, things just seem to explode. It's like Aqua Teen Hunger Force, they just throw something, there's an explosion. Number two. Dante is an asshole in all the right ways, making him the most likable character in this movie, even though I think he's supposed to be the villain. I don't believe it. Number he's the protagonist, in my opinion. And number one. The Death Machine is a fantastic, intelligence-devoid metal dinosaur which slaughters people indiscriminately. I mean, it's just its just a masterpiece of gnashing teeth and Edward Scissorhand typing finger claws, and it just, it, it's amazing, and I love seeing it walk or waddle or whatever it does through the building and things explode and people die. It's, it's really, I mean, it's the title of the movie and it's the only thing worth it here. Definitely the best part. Alright, for me, number three, even though I wasn't really sure what was going on throughout the majority of the movie, there was a lot going on, and it was, you know, I mean, every time I looked up at the screen, it looked like something cool was happening, so, yeah. Number two, the best character in this movie is Dante. I have no idea what his goals were or why he was controlling a killer robot. I mean, I guess the description's in the back, but I didn't get any of that of out of what was going on. He was just this enthusiastic psychopath who, you know, killed with a smile. You know, you gotta I mean, appreciate that. How, how can you hate somebody who has a collection of all the villains from He-Man in his man cave computer area thing? Exactly. Seems like a good guy to me. And number one, I mean, there is a giant fucking robot T-Rex. This, this movie was like a mix between the Terminator and Jurassic Park, which... Didn't quite work out, but it had some cool moments, and I mean, a fucking metal fucking dinosaur T-Rex. I am the Jurassic Nata. <laughs> I'll be dead. <laughs> I'll be extinct. I'll You'll be back extinct. in 65 billion years. <laughs> Alright, so... That was the goodness movie. On to the bottom for me, number three... 
I felt like things were constantly happening in this movie, but the movie went nowhere. It just kind of went in circles of them going down the tower, only have to go back up the tower, and the monster dino bot thing to burst through more walls. Like, it was just this endless cycle of the same thing happening over and over. Number two, Dante has this weird obsession with, with Kale because he has a nudie mag from like a decade ago that has her picture in it. Like, she modeled nude in it. But he never shares that with the audience. We never get to see the nudie mag pictures of the main character. No, thanks, thanks Dante, you're an asshole. Her name is fucking Kale. Like, that's just weird. I mean, I, I guess there was a Dragon Ball Super character named Kale, but she's a <laughs> shitty character, too, so... Whatever. And number one, all of the deaths happen off-screen. One of my pet peeves when it comes to murdery movies is when the murdering happens off-screen. If you're not going to show the murders on-screen, any of the murders... Don't have murders in the movie. Just just don't do it. Yeah, I think about it. The main character in this was Kale, and it was Kale from Dragon Ball Super, who was basically Girl Broly, so that would have been a much better movie than this. <laughs> but I digress. What was bad about this was, I agree, most of the deaths and violence were off screen, which is just stupid. I, I know they had the budget to do it too, so there was absolutely no excuse for that. Would have I, I would have been okay if they had, you know, had even worse computers and everything that they had in this. Like, like this is the future of 2003. They've got, like, you know... Computers from 1984. Yeah. And the movie was made in 1994. Microsoft fucking, like, 1916 or Dude, something They were like running that. off fucking Apple II computers, man. It was fantastic. Putting that three and a half floppy, play some paper airplane toss... Can almost play Tetris on that. <laughs> and number two, I'm not really sure who any of these characters were or what the fuck they were doing. They were most of them really loud and annoying, and you know, not enough of them died, at least early enough. But you know, exception of Dante, I didn't give a shit about any of them. Fucking tree hugging eco terrorist hippies. And number one. I'm not sure, really sure what the hell even happened in this movie. It seemed like a lot of shit was going on, but I couldn't figure out really why anyone was doing anything or why people were running around. And it's not like this movie was really that complicated either. It's a fucking, there's a killer robot dinosaur and everything. But every time I like, I, I, I like looked up because this movie is hard to, hard to pay attention to. It's like, what are they doing now? Where's the dinosaur? It wasn't even in a good portion of the movie. It was poorly paced and really hard to pay attention to. What are they doing now? The same thing they did 20 minutes ago, Paul. Going back up the tower to avoid the robot. <laughs> well, something we didn't mention is the dialogue of this movie, so let's have ourselves a good old-fashioned quote war. Quote war. We'll quote this movie back and forth. You tell us who had the better quotes. Paul, I'll let you get us started on this on this. Film. He was pounding wall like a like a road digger. God, that turns me on. A hard man project just doesn't work. All I saw was something big, fast, and dangerous. Who do you think you are, Stallone? I showed him my thing and it killed him. It's just a broken pencil. Fuck you, ho-ho. That ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this film... 
or anything else you'd like to say about it, please leave it in the comments below. It's time to give this film our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale. 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 7 out of 10. I gave it a 6 out of 10. In a movie that never really slows down, it never really went anywhere. There's a killer shark dinosaur robot thing who's stalking the building and killing eco-terrorists. But no, he's not the protagonist. The eco-terrorists are. The only enjoyable moments are when Dante is being an asshole, when the dino deathbot is just lumbering around the building. Fuck this movie and its incessant running up and down a skyscraper. If you didn't fire the mad scientist for doing the job he was hired to do in the first place, none of this would have happened. Despite being a very straightforward movie, you know, evil corporation makes killer robots, uh, something like that, and kills people... Death Machine is really hard to follow. Between the seemingly random crap going on and the poor pacing, I found myself zoning out periodically, wanting to look up and have no idea what the hell was going on. This movie is really flashy with all the destruction and state-of-the-art technology from the distant future of 2003, and it mixes elements of different films that Seem, don't seem to blend together very well in a cohesive story. It was a really loud and soundly entertaining mess of a film. Well, I, I, I don't know what else to say except it's time to drink away this flick. Drink away this flick. So come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away this flick. Bum, 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 bum. We'll give you some drink games for this film, but remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time someone is using a computer... Take a drink. Number two, every time there's a close-up of the death machine's jaws gnashing, take a drink. Number three, whenever there's a point-of-view shot, take a drink. Number four, anytime Dante talks about interfacing, take a drink. And number five, of course, because it's robot month, every time a robot makes a mechanical whirring noise, take a drink. Every time a computer or machine talks, take a drink. Every time someone points a gun at another person, take a drink. Every time you see an outdated piece of machinery, take a drink. Every time Dante is playing with an action figure, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else B-Movie related, you can leave us a comment either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can email us at gmail.com, like us on Facebook at facebook.com dash bmoviebros, follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros, or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can check out all our other content, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website, bmoviebros.com, where we have new shows each week. If you want to help support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links provided below. We've come to the end of week two for Robot Month this November. Let's rank the movies. For me, number two, pretty obvious, Death Machine. There was a machine. It did cause death off-screen a lot. Number one, Battle of the Damned. Lof, Lof, Dolph Lundgren... Teaming up with robots to fight zombies? Like, this this awesome. It, 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 it delivered on exactly what you wanted. Yeah, number two, Death Machines. I mean, I know it had a giant me metallic fucking robot T-Rex, but just couldn't quite beat Dolph Lundgren and an army of robots. It was no contest. So, next week, we'll, uh, we'll check out a movie called Robo Vampire from 1988, which, if I'm not mistaken, has a robot and has a vampire, but not a robot vampire. Will the machines rise or will they fall? <laughs>
So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Get on the next